Welcome to Drink, Spin, Run. We have two special guests with us tonight, Andrew Moss and Edgar Johnson. Dr. Edgar Johnson. Reverend Dr. Edgar I'm actually Edgar the Reverend Johnson. Doctor. That's, That's right. right, the Reverend Doctor. <laughs> Hello. And, and we have Adam, my co-host. Howdy, Don. How's it going? Adam? Oh, you know, it goes. <laughs> does it? Does it indeed? How is your, has your, what, you, what have you been up to since I've talked to you last? Because it's been a little while. Right, it has been. You know, I've been drinking, spinning, and running. Oh, oh, painful. No, you haven't been. I I didn't drink at all in the, you know, month it's been since I've talked to you. Yeah, that didn't happen. No, No, or listen to any music. Yeah, great. I'm glad you've not been doing anything. That's that's fantastic for you. Really, really happy. No, I've been doing stuff. Have you? Good. How about you? Uh, yes, I have been very busy uh, doing lots of stuff. As you well know, had a lot of stuff come in lately, um, gaming related stuff i'm working on um of course there's metal gods number three which is kind of uh uh waiting at the same point it was last time you know with with issue two we were waiting on some stuff for a while and we're waiting we're in the same spot oh it's been a good time uh i've been doing a lot of stuff around here hasn't been a convention since yukon which i'm getting a little antsy waiting for the next group of you know folks to uh you know get together for a gaming experience but you know that's that's about it that i can talk about now dr edgar johnson reverend dr edgar johnson what are you drinking I am getting ready to drink a uh, Chimay, uh, Trappist Ale, Grand Reserve. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Let me go ahead and pop that. <laughs> there we go. Edgar Johnson comes with sound effects. Beats me in my celery last episode that I recorded. Oh. What were you drinking? A, a Bloody Mary? I was drinking a Bloody Mary, and there was celery, and... That that story didn't even make it to the to the final cut. Why I had celery? <laughs> Where I'm from, uh, you'd be drinking a Caesar. Oh, with the... since you know I'm, I'm Canadian and all that. You're Canadian? Yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't know you're Canadian. I, thought I told you... you that at UConn. No, are you from Windsor? I'm. I live. No, I live in uh, um, Wyandotte, but I'm from Toronto. Oh. Originally. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're just ethnically Canadian. I see. Yes, ethnically Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Just ethnically Canadian. Got it. All right, cool. Well, um, well, Andrew Moss, what are you drinking? Uh, right now, I'm drinking nothing, actually. But recently, uh, I visited uh, Toronto, and I went to this bar called the Town Crier, and they had uh, West Veletrin. I think I pronounced that incorrectly, possibly, but uh, that's a Trappist beer that was... Uh, couple years ago got the best beer in the world rating and huh. it, it was $22 a bottle which is apparently down from the uh, regular price they charge but and it was it was very good is how much a bottle $22 oh okay apparently it's it's normally $60 wow yeah it's this like trappist ale that they they, they usually only sell at the gate of the uh, the monastery they brew it in oh yeah i'm a little familiar with that i've read I'd about say it on the it, internet i think Definitely worth twenty-two dollars. Huh? But not sixty. Not sixty. No. <laughs> All right. Well, um, Don Stroud, what are you drinking? I am drinking Vivant Big Red Cock. All right. Tell me more about your Big Red Cock. I'll tell you. Uh, do you know? 
brewery Vivant? No, I don't. Where it's are in they? Grand Rapids. Um, it's in an no. old uh, church. Uh, you should. Where uh, do you know where a, in town it is? Oh yeah, it's in Grand Rapids. Right. Do you know where in Grand Rapids it is? I've been there. I can't <laughs> tell you the street. Okay. Well, um, it was down the street from a hot dog place. Oh, okay. Got it. East Town. All right. Cool. No, no I've yeah, never. Yeah. Despite all the time I've spent there, I'm not familiar with that place. Uh, you should go. It's awesome. It's in, in this old church. So there's like a stained glass window. It is like picnic tables and you know benches. The beer is great. The Big Red Cock, uh, that's cock like rooster, by the way, is a hoppy Belgio-American red ale. I don't know why you think that matters. I mean, I know, right? <laughs> like, like, I mean, what cause, difference? Because your that dick make? is named after a chicken too. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but I mean, it's French. It's like cock. Cook. Well, that's, the, that, that's the only way that all those Dutch Reformed people up in Grand Rapids would allow the word cock to be you know, proudly portrayed on the street. Is if it was spelled yeah. different. This is a great brew. It's got like a nice peachy kind of start with a hoppy finish. I can't say more about it because you should just drink it. Uh, I will say more about you. What are you drinking? <laughs> uh, I am drinking the biggest White Russian I've ever made myself. Or really, I think I don't think I've ever seen a white Russian bigger than this. It doesn't mean there isn't one, and then nobody makes one, you know. But uh, I just figured, fuck it, I want to be here for a while. Let's uh, not take breaks for. Is that uh, a is that a cognac glass? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the biggest snifter we had. Um, I just yeah decided <laughs> to make that in there. It's it's working out well. Nothing fancy, just uh, you know your Doing, typical uh... Kahlua and uh, Sobieski vodka because all good vodka comes from Poland. But did you mix your, it uh, strong? Did you mix it strong? Or heard it. Doing your he's, your dude larping for the night, huh? Is that what that is? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. You know, the dude, yeah, that was actually my reason was yeah. I didn't I didn't work today, so I figured, well, I didn't work today, so I might as well drink white Russian. I did not wear a bathrobe. <laughs> right. Right. Moving right along. Spinning. All right. Um, went with Edgar first last time, didn't I? So I'll go yeah, with Andrew first this time. Andrew, what okay. are you spinning? A lot of hipster metal, actually, like uh, Baroness and the Sword, stuff like that. Is the sword, sword really hipster metal? I can understand Baroness and like Kailasa being like hipster metal. Yeah, but I think the sword was around long enough that they don't they don't count as hipster well, metal. People seem to be mad at them. The, the type of people who care about that are mad at them as well. So I guess they fall under that label, even if huh. they've been like uh, I don't know grandfathered in because of, for whatever reason. Um, also, a lot of uh, you know Hawkwind. <laughs> you, know, you know, I had that shirt at UConn. Yeah. yeah. Hawk, Hawkwind is good stuff. And I, yeah. I've been getting into... Uh, uh, I've been listening to a lot more pop music lately. Like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Robin at all. Oh, Or yeah. Jan- nope. Janelle Monáe. I've been nope. listening to both of those a lot. Robin does some good okay. stuff. Yes. She does some cool stuff with, like... Uh, Roy guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That's Did you listen shit. to that, uh, the Roy Sop's final album? That was pretty I don't good. Think I did. No, it's called uh, "The Inevitable End," and it was it was really good. I'll check that out. Yeah, Adam. Okay, what my, are you spinning? What am I spinning? Um, okay, so uh, my cheesy cop out answer is Blue Snaggletooth because they did pick up that, their new album and it is completely badass and everybody should buy it. Cause it's sweet, not just because they do that? our theme song. 
Did you get that awesome vinyl? I did not get the vinyl. No. Um, no, that's a that's a killer album. I love it. The first one I was kind of so so. Somebody should use what, that last song for a podcast. <laughs> for a podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. We we also Don and I've been joking around about the idea of uh, trying to do like uh, making bands like record like doing a podcast of us recording bands playing D and D. Oh yeah, that would be kind of like a like an amalgam of two of the things yeah. that we do. Yeah, it'd be fun. Actually, Adam, you should get your accordion fixed, and you could do like the, uh, the intro <laughs> music for this thing. Yeah, my poor accordion. Uh, I did not know that you played the accordion. I, hold on, I'll grab it Wouldn't, right over here. But anyway, the, the other thing you should get some brewers to, to uh, play D and D as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, brewers too. All right, that was our uh, that. You play the accordion. Our, I, yeah, this is it. You know, it's broken, so I can't <laughs> that, um, do anything for you right that's now. That's really awesome. Yeah, I um, should get it fixed. Yeah, it. Co- do you know how much it costs to reread an, an accordion? Twelve dollars. Is it? Is that it? You Probably found a two zeros discount discount uh, accordion reader? That was just my guess. Yeah, it's way more than bucks. that. This accordion is actually older than it's like I am. Price is right, and it's never had new reads on it. Um, aren't so, most accordions uh, my, like handed down too? Uh, are do you say aren't most? Yeah. Well, then, who would the accordion makers like... make accordions for today? You know, there's. I'm sure there's a there's a <laughs> there's still a, know, a trade of accordion makers, you know, out there. Um, so the other thing that I've been getting into lately, and this was like a total accidental discovery of my wife's and mine yesterday. Uh, we basically spent all yesterday listening to this English band we had never heard of called The Move. Um, they're from the oh, '60s. Yeah. Do you know The Move? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don's all like... Oh, Not well. No? Yeah, well, I don't no, either. I was shaking my head. Uh, totally got into their shit, man. They're really cool. Um, it's one of the guys who founded ELO. It's his band before that. Okay. Huh. Oh, Jeff, Jeff Lynn, right? No, um, it's uh, Roy Wood. Oh, okay. But um, he was only in ELO for like two years, and then he went and made the, formed this other band called Wizard, with two Zs, which is how we got on this whole <laughs> tangent and um, started paying attention to... Uh, the move, and while Wizard was pretty cool, folks might know them from their uh, their song "I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day," which is where this whole thing started. What with it being the, you know, <laughs> that season now, uh, he right. uh, we went backwards in time and ended up like firmly stuck in the move, and the move was really freaking cool. So, move was like 1965 through 72. So, you know, really really neat music going on back then. That's me. Edgar Johnson, what are you listening to? Nice. What are you spinning? Well, uh, I've been on a kick lately where I've been listening to a lot of bands with female vocalists, and I'm not really sure why I went there. But blood ceremony? Lots of blood ceremony? I think it, yeah, it's Doug's fault. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of Doug's fault. There's your well, so where's went, Waldo moment from, for the, for the evening, everybody. It's, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> At what point did Doug Kovacs I, come up I, right now? <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I started with uh, Blood Ceremony, and I went to uh, Jess and the Ancient Ones. Yeah, Jess and the Ancient Ones. And I discovered this band that I've been getting into a lot lately called Blues Pills. They're they're kind of a Euro band. I think the uh, singers from somewhere in Scandinavia, the guitar player is this very young Frenchman who's dynamite. uh, And I believe the other guys are from America, although they've been going through some drummers or something from what I understand. 
I posted a link up there in the chat that is a live concert they did in 2014 over in Germany, I think. Um, if yeah, you yeah, yeah. have ever listened to Janis Joplin and said, oh my God, that chick can sing, that's the feeling you're going to get. Because oh. it's, you know, it's, uh, it's rock and roll. It's not metal. It's not anything else. It's just rock and roll. And it is really good. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of that. And, you know, I have other stuff in rotation. Uh, kind of the usual stuff. I added some witchcraft uh, to to the repertoire the other day. I'm still loving witchcraft. I, I break out that uh, that um, Magnus album. What is it? Magnus yeah. Pearson. Uh, yeah, Pearson. that's yeah, that's yeah. That solo album. I break that out about once a week now. That's just so good. But then witchcraft in general, fantastic. They got a new album out, don't they? And I I don't know. And in, in a hat tip to Andrew, I uh, did pick up a couple albums by The Sword, and I've been enjoying them. Which one do you like best? I don't know, because I don't really you pay don't attention. I just, I just put it on oh, shuffle okay. and just don't even pay attention. Oh, you got to listen to the noticed? whole thing front to back, man. Roll a joint and just... I'm no. Sorry. no Albums are dead. What? <laughs> no way! Albums, Albums are, are not dead. dead. Oh, you know, it's all Steven songs Wilson now. would be very mad at you. Oh, that make me more or less of a hipster crap. that I don't care. I don't know. The dude from Porcupine Tree would be very angry at you for saying that. I, I yeah. disagree completely. Uh, I got to listen to the whole thing front to back. I got to know the context of this. I think this is a conversation Don and I had like ages ago, and he's trying to bring it up now. I think that an no, album, no. like when you look at having been a touring musician, um, when you look at the way things are recorded, if you're a musician going into a, a, to a, to a studio, you're going into a recording session with, um, uh, an idea of what you're going to do, and you come out with stuff that's, that ends up being consistent with one another. And when you're putting together an album, you're putting it you know, in a particular order. You, you, you plan songs to be heard in a particular order. There's a lot of work that goes into that. And so to my mind, albums really should be listened to as one thing rather than like, oh, here's a song, oh, here's a song, oh, here's a song. And there's, there's, that's just totally disjointed. Just listen to the fucking radio, you know? Do you think uh, it's like? Do you think uh, I think people should listen to albums at least once, and then maybe afterwards you can like listen to your favorite songs, you know, after that. Well, like I you, think if you listen to that album once, you, you'll want to hear the whole thing. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying it's not the end of the world if you know you're like oh, I want to listen to this song right now. But if you, I, I think though that you know, there's, I, I a, think there's a middle a mis- ground. You know? I think there's a mistake people make by skipping them in between songs and just having like a playlist of stuff. Like, oh, well, I've just yeah. cherry-picked these songs out of these albums and put it all together. And you're totally missing all of the broader stuff that's what these people were working on at the same time. And I think that's unwise and, you know, not nearly as cool as uh, it would be if you paid attention to the whole album. Yeah, and the other problem is that you always get those little filler bits that just sort of pop up on the shuffle. <laughs> and it, it's not really connected to anything. It's like, all right, I love the song that comes after this. Yeah. And then you get the filler bit, and then it just ends, and it shifts to something completely different. Right. Yeah. Whereas, you know, uh, if you were listening to the album diegetically, it would be, bam, this next song, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it's creating a cohesive whole inside your brain. I was trolling. <laughs> Don, have I asked you what you're, what you're spinning yet? No, you haven't. I'm glad you asked. I'm so glad you <laughs> trolled me. The, that, I know, you know how to do it. Stuff. You know the right buttons to push. You're like, oh, what would Jason Hobbs say right now? Mm, let's do that. <laughs> uh, 
So I'm going back to 87, 88, uh, and I've been enjoying Candlemass's second album, Nightfall. Badass. Good stuff, man. Um, it's got one of my favorite songs on it, The Samaritan. It's a fine song. I've also been listening to, <laughs> and this is slightly connected to Candlemass, Fintroll. Have you guys ever listened to Fintroll? Yes. Yeah. How are they connected, you say? How are they connected, Don? Yes. Oh, it's really dumb. Uh, <laughs> can- Candlemass is from Sweden, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, Fintroll sings in Swedish. In Swedish oh. Although they are, they are and they uh, share not. they share a border with Sweden. Yeah, yeah, because they're Finnish. And I'm finished. Adam, I remember you mentioning in one of the other podcasts about how you know Messiah Marklin, the dude from Candlemass, his mm-hmm. hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> you ever see the video for Bewitched? I, yes, yeah. that is That's always the, the one I think of. Yeah. Awesomely ridiculous videos I've ever seen in my life. Yep. It's you know, when beautiful. he bursts out of the coffin, yeah. and the, the, the guy's playing the guitar, and they're like, all oh, the people are doing the zombie stomp. <laughs> Make yeah. sure you put that in the show notes. <laughs> oh, it'll be yeah, there. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I spend a lot of time on those show notes. <laughs> my coworkers didn't hear that. <laughs> so uh great okay edgar what are you reading well i got a new book in the mail today from england of all places um as i mentioned uh in a post i i posted to you i picked up oh. that alan taylor american colonies book yeah 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 we talked about that like on and, the first episode right first or second yeah. something like that and yeah. uh i picked it up well i i picked up this today Oh, the Oxford Illustrated History of Roman Britain. Classy. Wow. And I have been been reading a lot of stuff about pirates too. <laughs> that was uh, thanks like to your history, uh, like history. Thanks, that's thanks to uh, Jack like Shear, right? Sid Meier's pirates. Yeah. Well, Sid no, Meyer's no, no. Pirates. Actually, it's it's well, part yeah. partly thanks to Jack, <laughs> but I asked him uh, originally where I could find some good stuff from the era. Because uh, mm-hmm. he does the sort of uh, gothic stuff. And uh, he says, that's a little early, but here's a thing I found, and here's a thing I found. And uh, I found both of them up on uh, Google Books for for free. But cool. uh, this this sort of phases into that, that next question I'm going to answer. So I'll go into that a little bit later. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of historical stuff. All right. Sounds good. Um, Andrew Moss, what do you read? A lot of comic books. Great. What sure do you, you, what do you, what do you, what's top of your pile? Right now I'm reading this. The uh, first collection oh, of oh, actually, just released the first Usagi Ojimbo collection. Nice. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's a comic about a bunny What's rabbit that? in the style of like Karl Barks or uh, uh, Bugs Bunny, who's also a samurai in historical Japan, and he wanders around and gets into like these very like well researched historical adventures. Uh, you know, like he fight, fights ninjas stuff like that. Is the Acme Company at all involved? No, okay. it's not. Sadly, no. It's not cartoonish in that way. I just, I just meant like it's, you know, animal guys. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like it kind of blurs and the I'm line between reading, like uh, like Lone Wolf and Cub and Funny Animals comics, you know? Like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Lone Wolf and Cub. Very Lone Wolf and yeah. Cub. Yeah. The Good the stuff, blurb man. actually describes it as Carl uh, Barks meets uh, Kira Kurosawa. Excellent. That's the top of your pile right now. Good stuff, man. Yeah, right now. Don, what are you reading? I am reading. Uh, <laughs> You know, we're in this, like, group chat, and Ray sent around that article about H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Yeah. So I was in the mood, so I pulled out my, uh, you know, that Barnes Noble uh, yeah. collected fiction? 
Yep. Hell it's, yeah. The silver I've been edge. That. Yeah. I've been, uh, yeah. Yeah. Those uh, like gift set things, the like the big ones yeah. with like uh, the, yeah the etch covers. Yep. Thousand or so pages for like twenty bucks. Yeah. yeah. I picked it up a few years ago, and you know I've bounced around in it, and I, I, I was just like I'm going to read from the beginning, you know, because it's chronological. Um, so yeah, I'm reading that. I'm enjoying it. There's this. Uh, sorry to jump in here, but there's this cartoonist oh, no. named uh, Jason Thompson. Right now, he's he's known in our, like the role playing community for drawing those. If you ever see on the Wizard site, the detailed maps of like classic yeah, yeah. D and D adventures. Yeah, he's done a couple adaptions of like uh, Lovecraft's uh, Dreamland stories that are really Neat. good. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Dreamland stuff made a book. is a. I have it. But... A, that's the Lovecraft stuff I'm probably least familiar with. You know. I mean, there's stuff that's set there that I know really well, like Doom that came to Sarnath, but like the actual narratives, like the Silver Key and um, stuff like that, right. never really like it, that doesn't hit me as well. It might do better with Don, you know, because you love the Dunsany, right? Yeah, um, in yeah. some ways, it's uh, Dunsany uh, fan fiction. You know, Lovecraft hmm. was a big fan of him. Um, I'll have to admit that I got about 28 pages into that Dunsany and I jumped to something else. I plan to go back. Uh, <laughs> what did you try to read? Um, it was the uh, Penguin Collection. Um, so short, short story stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I loved it, but I needed some action. So I think a I good went starter to some, place. <coughs> excuse me. A good starter Fritz place Lee. for him might be uh, the King of Elfland's Daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might have that on the shelf. I just, I've I've got stacks waiting. So you so you got into it for about twenty eight pages, and you decided you'd done sane enough. Uh, <laughs> boom! He's here all week, ladies and gentlemen, Doctor Edgar Johnson. <laughs> Thank you, thank you very much. Um, what's Adam reading? Let's find out. Uh, well, uh, I'm I'm still in the middle of a couple of books. I've just about finished uh, a Gardner Fox book. Because you know I had to talk about Gardner Fox uh, at some point. You know he's our other Where's Waldo, like Doug and Gardner Fox. Um, Have you ever read any of his uh, comics? Uh yeah, he's great. Yeah, uh, the old. Yes. The, I gotta say his comics I actually like better than his writing because right, yeah. he, he's, there's not as many helpless women in his comics. And um, yeah, what's up with that? It's that, weird. That is really weird. I mean, I guess kind of like, oh well, that's how people were writing back then. Uh, but that well, I to me doesn't really like defend saw, it, you know. Uh, if you saw Howard's stuff and was like, "Well, I can out Howard Howard now." No, in a lot know? of ways, he was trying to out Howard Howard. I mean, like if yeah. you look at the 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 uh, I'm reading Kyric Warrior Warlock Warrior or Warrior Warlock. I don't remember what order those words are in, <laughs> but uh, I'm reading that because it had a badass cover, and um, right that starts off with um, some of the weird misogyny. But the thing that's at least neat about like his fantasy stuff is that at least the ladies who he's objectifying are given some kind of awesomeness as well. Uh, this other book right. I just, I'm almost done with. I'm in literally in the last chapter. Uh, Escape, Across the, the, uh, Escape Across the Galaxy is a it's sci-fi thing, and the, the, the love interest female not quite lead in that is uh, just fucking useless, man. I mean, like you, she's there almost literally as a prop, you know? And that bugs me. And I really wish there weren't as many things I like about this guy's writing because there's some big things I don't. So I think I've got to get off the Gardner Fox game. That, that I think that it's just it's gotten too icky. 
Um, I'm going to do the Kyrick thing, and then I think I'm done. Mm-hmm. Right. For at least a while. Um, but that's that. Um, let's move on. Don Stroud, what are you running? Uh, I'm doing this DCC thing still. Uh, online, on Roll20. It's uh, the second session. It's shaping up nicely. I'm going to jump into uh, Attack of the Frogs, I think. Oh, oh nice. Our, our and I, conversation and with Stephen Newton pretty well, you, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you, maybe not on air, what part grossed you out so much? It's not the art. It was nothing about the art. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't think you ever said. Yeah, I told you what. I, but well, you don't have to say it now. There's a scene, the big reveal at the end of that, like the big bad monster at the mm-hmm. end of that, is the biggest holy shit moment I've ever seen in DCC, published DCC stuff. That's all I'm saying. Really? Yeah. Steven, Steven okay. Newton. I might have to run that one. No, it's, uh, we'll read it and then see if you can you know, keep anything down. And if you can, then run it. I heard there was kind of a, a, a moment like that in his latest, uh, his latest thing, the wood, wood giant, wood giant shaman there. Oh, uh, I haven't, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't actually read that yet. Um, but, uh, I need to. I, I heard about it on like Spellburn. He's a, I thought it was just they couldn't spoil something. I don't know. I don't know. We'll read it. Make sense out of it. It'll be cool. We'll ask Stephen Newton to spoil his own shit. Uh, on. Is the frog right. frogs thing kind of a Blackmore callback sort of thing? No, like Temple of the Frog. Not quite. No, it's um, it it's it it might it could have gone that way. It did not. Um, it's just uh, it's just really good. It's just really so, good. Degenerate frogman like uh, like in Hellboy sort of thing. I, I, kind of like that, I guess. Yeah, I'm not giving anything away, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. just a guest on the show. And, uh, it's uh, he's you know it's good stuff, man. Uh, I recommend everybody read it. It's it's um, pretty pretty solid. All right, um, great, Don. Thank you for telling us. When when did you start running this thing? When did I start? Well, I guess yeah, you said this was going to be your ago, second session. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So what, I, I already did night? that. So what night is this? What night of the week? And why didn't you invite? It's Thursday. Me? Oh, that's why. Okay. Thursday night. You know, you know what happens Thursday night. Yeah, that's or right. Or else I would have. Yeah. Oh, okay. hey, but I'm about to play in some first edition Stormbringer. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. If we can get enough people, which I'm not sure that we can. When? 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 Are where? You the, uh... uh, Saturday night. Oh. Sean's Are you the GM? It. No, I'm not GMing. Do you know any any details of the scenario? No. Do you have a character? Like made? No. We no, have, okay. I don't have okay. any of this. I haven't even read the books. Well, I mean, I've read Moorcock. <laughs> you, guys, you guys like... Yeah, yeah. Get it, get it out of your system. Yeah. You, you know, you I've, I've, been, uh, I've been a Moorcock fan <laughs> since I was a kid. And I, I've had to deal with that for ages. You know? yeah. I, I, well, I mean, after the beer, it's sort of like gratuitous there, Don. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know I don't, anything about... I think we've Anything, done a really good job of always laughing about the name Moorcock every time it comes up on the show. <laughs> I'm very proud of us to. for our track record on that front. So many freaking Waldos around here. Yeah. Right, it's like the third Waldo. Yeah. There's uh, <laughs> The yeah. third Waldo. That's a terrible name <laughs> third, for a book. Do not write Waldo that book. The third Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> the third Waldo, that sounds Awful like an time. adventure. It sounds we like should, a, a rejected, uh, rejected Orson Welles movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the third 
Um, <laughs> Andrew, we've never heard what you may be running or playing. Uh, do you have an hour? No. <laughs> okay. So keep it short. <laughs> I, all right, I'm, Not whatever I'm you have run planning. ever, but you know what you're doing now, man. Right now I'm running nothing, but I'm like in the planning stages for a bunch of different things. You know, it's the holidays. People are like doing holiday shit, getting slammed at work, so we don't have much time to, to game right now. Uh, I'm actually planning a game, uh, like a Mistaran uh, sandbox cool. set in Karamikos. Yep. You know, using Night's Dark Terror as the basis. Ah, yes. A- actually, using a Thirteenth Age. You know, the D and D like system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also have a Marvel Marvel game in the works using Mutants and Masterminds 3E, mm. and it's about like uh, you know losers, loser superheroes. They try, come to New York, they try to like fit in, and they get arrested, and they have to attend uh, uh, sort of AA for bad superheroes. Mm. And they you know they nice. sit around talking about the problems and dealing with characters like uh, Shocker, who is you know he's always involved in this sort of thing, and you know Man Killer like. Off-brand characters. Um, I'm also planning a game of, you know, I, I want to run uh, Sailor on the uh, Starless Sea. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I of course you do. I want to my friends who've, who've only played uh, like 3.5 and 4 <gasps> in DCC. Poor guys, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They actually told me a... they wanted to. They wanted a game where they can die. So oh, good. So bring it out. Yeah, they'll they'll have plenty of opportunity to do that. Sailors. It, that is one of those actually, things. It's like everybody, every everybody who plays or runs DCC has to go through that at some point. It's uh, yeah. it's a rite of passage, mm-hmm. and it, it's worthy. And I, another thing I do is I'm planning on adapting uh, settings I like that are for systems I don't like. <laughs> Like I have this, the Shadow Worlds Master Atlas for Rollmaster. I'm not I'm not a fan of Rollmaster the system, but I like uh, Shadow World. It's like a science fantasy, you know, like ray guns okay. and and dragons sort of setting. And I have I have Midgard for Pathfinder. You know, I'm not a uh, fan of Pathfinder, but Midgard yeah. is a really good fantasy setting. So you know, I want to adapt it to something I like. Sure. Nice. Good stuff, man. Edgar Johnson, what are you running? Oh, man, I got so much to tell you. <laughs> I have so many wonderful things to show you. All right, so first of all, um, I am running uh, a face-to-face game about every two weeks on campus uh, for a group of people who mostly, I think, probably play 3-5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're playing DCC. And we're playing um, in my sort of quasi-colonial setting. And uh, the the cool thing about it is I'm running two games in that setting, the face-to-face one, and I just started one online uh, doing a Hangout game with a whole bunch of people. I Some of them I know, some of them I don't know. Uh, one of whom I used to hang out with when I lived in Oregon like 17 years ago. Cool. And haven't like actually talked to him since probably 1996 or so. Yeah. And, and so he's in the game, too. And we just got done running... Uh, <laughs> well, let's just put it this way, Adam. There's another one of those Lizard King spears out in the world again. Got it, yeah. Well, the one that, that, through that the Divine Order has hasn't been seen in a while, I don't think. I don't even remember who That's had true. it. I think, is it Grammy? Does Grammy have it? 
Probably, yeah, probably. All right, and then on top of that, I'm uh, I'm playing a bunch of games. I've been playing in two of Sean Sanford's games. He's running a Dark Tower, uh, like, yeah. Judges Guild thing for Flail Snails, and I'm in his DCC <laughs> game. And Jeffrey, T- Jeffrey Tadlock is going to be running Tomb of Horrors. I've never played in that before. Hmm. And... And uh, Eric Hoffman is going to be running a couple sessions over the holiday for Keep on the Borderlands. We already played one, and I've never played in Keep of the Borderlands either. So I'm getting kind of caught up on all these great old modules that I never actually had a chance to play in back in the day. Cool stuff, man. You know, sounds good. Tomb of Horrors has a kind of a bad rap. Yeah. I in think what way? Just for being like terribly. a like a ki- character killer? I mean, that's yeah. that's not a bad thing, you know. It's a challenge, dude. I think it's more of a uh, yeah, it's more of a puzzle yeah. module than anything else. But it should be looked at as rather. I mean, we yeah. play DCCs. So we 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 understand how that works. Yeah, right. I don't think we've ever had someone on this show who hasn't played DCC. <laughs> this is one of those things. I'm just realizing we have this all all this common thread, this DCC common thread. That's people you know for the most part, right? I guess, yeah. I mean, and that tends to be who I meet. You know, you meet people you know. I meet people I know. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> you meet people, and then you know. Good job, you good job, you know. Don. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. No problem, Adam. You say you're running something. I have no new news to report. Folks who have listened to oh. Drinks Been Run in the past have heard everything I'm doing right now. Um, I've still then got. You should talk about uh, something you're planning or an idea you have. Well, actually, right now I don't have time to plan anything else. All my time is pretty well blocked up. I've got. Uh, then how about something each, uh, hold on, hold on. Let, uh, let me give you the breakdown, man. Right now, okay. uh, <laughs> I run a game every other week. I run a game Friday or Saturday night, then Sunday night, and then I run one. I'm supposed to run it on Wednesday nights and then Thursday nights. So it really only gives me like a couple of nights off, and then I spend one Monday, my Monday night doing this. So realistically, I end up with a lot of my time already, you know, claimed. So I don't have the opportunity to do more stuff right now, and so I'm taking that opportunity to actually get more writing done. Which has been uh, really good for me, I think. Just really, your, your zine, right? Well, not just the zine. Um, we're planning on publishing at least one adventure oh, yeah. this coming year in 2015. Um, possibly doing some other stuff as well. Don and I are working on a project, our tiny project as well, that I have to do work on and then give to Don for him to do work on. So I'm trying to get it to that point. Um, and yeah, doing a lot of little things. I've just been filling my time more with writing than with running, which has been good because I'm still running, but you know, just. Get filling more stuff in. Oh, hey, Adam, I left something cool out. Okay. What, I got what's an email that? From, uh, I got an email from the Dark Master a couple weeks ago. Okay. Mr. Jay Goodman. Yes. And uh, he says, hey, do you think you'd be able to attend CoastCon and run some things? And I said, uh, I don't know. I'll check on my schedule. And it turns out my schedule's pretty good. So I'm going to be going to uh, CoastCon. And that's in, um, a whole bunch of DCC games. That's in Mississippi, right? Biloxi, Mississippi, yeah. And, Very good. Uh, I think the second week in March. So All right. Well, we'll make sure we get that up in the notes. Yeah. Listeners down in that area. Yeah. Uh, speaking of conventions, let's just go ahead and get that out of there. <laughs> get that out of the way, too. Um, upcoming conventions. Um, here in Michigan, so for my other, you know, my people who aren't Edgar here, uh, <laughs> uh, we do have um, next month we've got WinterCon. Which you know, some of you folks who pay attention to the history of D and D might know from you know the original Lost Caverns of Sajkanth when it was spelled with two O's. Um, you know, uh, long-standing uh, Michigan convention 
in January, which I think is suicidal. But you know, uh, it. Uh, I, I'm. I'm being. I, uh, R.J. Thompson has really talked me into going. So probably going to plan on doing that. Yeah, me too. And then in uh, February in Kalamazoo, there's Marmalade Dog, which I haven't been to mm. since the mid '90s, and uh, I think Roy Snyder has me talking to go into that. Where's WinterCon? WinterCon is, I think it's on Wayne State's campus. No, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, really? Not Wayne State. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> ah, crap. I don't remember. We'll put it up in the show notes. You'll <laughs> see it there. Uh, I got excited I, because I, I'm a student there, so I have access to that ca- campus. Well, that's where um, the one in the summer, what is it, uh, Michigan is. <laughs> is uh, okay. No, that's not Wayne State either. It's the same place. Crap, I can't remember. Oh, jeez. Oh, I... You know where I'm is talking it about. Oakland, Oakland University? Yes. Maybe. Yep, that's it. Did you just yeah. use the internet <laughs> to solve our problem? No, I actually have a friend who works at Oakland. Yes. Yeah, it's Oakland. Oakland yep, University. That's it. Yep. Yeah. I like the only person... Who doesn't live in Michigan, Michigan is the one who gets that <laughs> right. like, hey. <laughs> I got my fingers on the pulse of Michigan. I interviewed at Wayne State. I didn't, I didn't get the job, though. Mm, you should have. I should yes. have. Because then you could be up in Michigan. And yeah, and you, you could. Yeah, it's beautiful here in that fabulous you downtown Ypsilanti right now. With yeah. us, yeah. Um, hey, let's wrap this up. Yep. Um, I think we are. We're good for this part of the show. Um, anything else anybody want to wants to add here at the end? Last final moments here. Nope. Nope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us, folks, uh, for for this first half of this conversation with uh, Dr. Johnson and Andrew Moss. We'll be back in just a little bit. Well, for you, it'll be a week. But we'll be back for a conversation of about visual aids, maps, miniatures, props, and all kinds of fun stuff you use at the table to help with immersion. Am I using that term right, Don? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, good. Immersion. Immersion. <laughs> <laughs> immersion. Don, Don's a big fan of the immersion. So, all right, folks. I am. Um, yeah, I think we're solid. Thanks a lot, and we'll uh, thank you, beautiful listeners. Uh, and we'll uh, see you next gorgeous. week. It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Gorgeous listeners. Gorgeous listeners. Oh, man. All right, and uh, we're done.